Hey everyone, it's Felicia here. I have a little mini magic for you this week on a topic that has been so relevant, near, and blaring in my face. The last few months we've been working on getting into our new home that we are renovating in a very short amount of time. And we've been in and out of our rental, staying with family, and getting this home ready. Um, Parker and I have been so busy and rushed, which if you listen to the podcast is something that you know, I try to be intentional about not being in our lives. And so the summer has felt a little bit hectic. And in a time when my purpose and my vision for our lives is to slow down, being forced through this hectic time has been challenging for me. And I can tell that each of my kids is having a a unique reaction to the rush of our life right now. And, you know, the world is just so busy in general. And I think we're amped up to the speed of the world involuntarily a lot of the times. And our kids are too, you know, through school, activities, screens. And it's all very hard on kids. And, you know, they live on planet slow. And when they're forced and rushed and overstimulated, they can really develop these unique symptoms. And in the book Simplicity Parenting by Kim John Payne, um, he talks about how kids can develop over time symptoms of PTSD because they're trying to establish their own boundaries against the rush and the force. And so each of my kids are kind of experiencing a little bit of these reactions. You know, Wes, our one-year-old, has gotten a lot more clingy and sunny. My three-year-old is really whiny and demanding and, you know, a little sensitive. My five-year-old has been hitting a little bit more. And my oldest, you know, is asserting himself back and pushing those boundaries and you know, kids will always do things like this for different reasons. And it's like the never ending labyrinth to figure out what's going on with our kids and how can we help them. But I do think that slowing down and living a little more simply and embracing that sweet side of childhood that you're just, you know, existing with them. And I think often we feel like we need to do big reconnection things like take our kids on one-on-one dates or one-on-one trips or things like that when really it's just the simple, sweet being together every single day and slowing down a little bit together that will counteract this. So I wanted to share my favorite tips for combating this rush and this force, all of this in and out of cars and activities back to back and pushing, pushing and hold on. I have to call this person and hold on. I'm on the phone, which just so all of you know, I'm in the middle of, I wanted to share my favorite tips for combating that rush and and reconnecting with our lives. So my first tip is always... It starts with us. It starts with taking that time in the morning, getting that those slow moments on our own, getting that morning time where we can sit and ponder the day. And I recently listened to an uh, interview with Oprah where she said she doesn't do any special sort of meditation. She just sips her tea in nature 
um, each morning to kind of reconnect and ground, you know, staying away from your phone in those first moments. Something that really helps me with not going to my phone in the mornings is to plan my day the night before. So my priorities in line and my brain's not thinking about what I should be doing. I'm not reacting to other people's requests. And as you slow down each morning, something that really can shift your perspective if you're going through a hard time with your kids and they're in one of these tricky phases is to include in your quiet morning, in your meditation, if you do it, in your visualization, picturing your sweet kids in their most golden state, in their true self. And we all know what that is. Our kids go through rough times, but we all know them at their purest. And to picture those moments with their big smiles when they're waking up and and wrapping their tiny arms around your neck when, you know, you were on a car ride together. Picture those true, true self moments and also picture the type of parent you are and the type of parent you want to be to them. And it can, it can reshift your focus for the rest of your day. So that's my first tip. Slow down each morning, picture your sweet kids, picture your sweet self because when our kids are in these phases, it's really hard to be our true selves. We we want to fix it. We do. I do. And I think that this energy of acceptance can help shift their attitudes more than anything. My second tip is simplify your environment. This comes from the book, Simplicity Parenting, one of my favorites. But the biggest thing with kids is too much stuff, too many toys, too many choices. And this all causes anxiety in our kids. So this applies to, is your house really bright? Is it overcrowded? Are there a lot of things they can't touch or sharp edges they could get hurt on? So try to soften everything up. Add some candles to your routine, maybe at bedtime, bath time, dinner time. In Simplicity Parenting, Kim John Payne says, a candle can be like an inhalation the light that draws us together. Like an inhalation, the light draws us together. I just love that imagery that something so small, a candle, can cause us to pause, take a deep breath. It just feels so pure and simple. You can do it at dinner time. That's one of my favorite times or as you're getting your kids ready for bed and to really simplify that environment. So I think that often we are so busy and we buy things to try and connect with our kids in this momentary blip where they're so excited and they thank you for the new toy and you know their attention is on it which takes it off of you and the things that the guilt that you're feeling it's all momentary but they want us they want our one-on-one they want all of us they want us there in the present with them so that's my next tip really simplify that environment remove 50% of the toys and then half it again. Just look at the ones they play with for long amounts of time each day and that they can clean up by themselves. Those are my criteria. And get rid of the rest. Simplify and you'll see how much more they are involved, that they play, that they fight less. All of those things come from simplifying our environment. I 
I've tried a plethora of different hair products, including shampoos, conditioners, creams, and I have had the same issues with my hair for years. First of all, I have a dry scalp issue, and my biggest thing with my hair is that it gets tangled super easily. But recently, I was introduced to a company called Gemist. I took their two-minute quiz that takes into a bunch of different factors, including what region you're from, how long or short your hair is, what are some of your biggest complaints with your hair, and then their fancy algorithm pairs you with the perfect products for your specific hair situation. So I was paired with a Formula 6 shampoo and Formula 13 conditioner, a styler cream, and a scalp balancing bar, and my hair feels amazing, probably better than it's felt in years, and I've been able to overcome some of these issues that I've had for so long. So some of my favorite things about these products are that they are sulfate-free, paraben-free, dye-free, never tested on animals, so it checks all those boxes when it comes to finding products that have quality ingredients. They smell amazing, and there are free returns. So if you are ready to have the best hair of your life, try Gemist. Right now, our listeners can give Gemist a try and get 20% off their shampoo and conditioner smart subscription. Smart subscribers already save 20% on each order, so this is an amazing deal. And with two-day shipping, you can have it by your hot date this weekend. Just visit Gemist.com to get your personalized recommendation and enter Find the Magic at checkout for 20% off your subscription and free two-day shipping. That's Gemist.com, G-E-M-M-I-S-T.com, and enter Find the Magic at checkout to get the best hair of your life. What's up, you guys? Roger Jessup here with the Utah House Doctors. So you just bought your nice new house, and what happens when something goes wrong or something breaks? We have you covered. We have vetted several contractors, whether it be from a break in your sprinkler lines or your kid punched a hole in the wall and you just need a handyman. You have access to these people by following our page, and these are people that we know and trust. All right, my next tip is give them that open time. So simplify their schedule. Look at your day and see where can I give a little space? Maybe it can be a weekend, and that's so good for us too, a weekend of no plans. But that mental ease, that calm and creativity comes from open time in their schedule. Little breaths throughout the day and throughout the week to recoup. And in our days, we call this pockets of peace. And we have episodes on this where collectively as a family, we can all breathe, whether that's quiet time, whether that's, you know, sitting together, reading a book after dinner. These little markers are things that your kids can rely on and know that, yes, I'm rushing back and forth from practice to school. But I know that after dinner, Me and mom are going to sit down and read my favorite book and I'm going to be able to just breathe and be myself. And this leads into these little markers. My next tip in weekly routines. So establish things that your kids know will be every week. Maybe it's on Sunday we have root beer floats after dinner or on Saturday mornings I work with dad doing chores or, you know, after the baby takes a nap in the morning, we go on a walk by our favorite creek that I know so well, and I'm going to stop by that same overturned log and I'm going to explore it. And this just gives kids something that they can continually come back to. Same with those pockets of peace in the day. These routines, knowing what's for dinner, knowing what's coming next, really can settle kids who are in an anxious point. And I see this right now with my kids. They're pretty good at going with the flow, but I can tell their little systems are overloaded with being unsure about what's coming next. 
And then my last tip is really concrete, but have some sensory experiences together. I think preparing food is the best. I love preparing food with my kids where they can knead the dough, they can get their hands in the flour, they can sift and sort and interact. Something about having a physical sensory experience with your kids is so grounding. This can also look like going into nature to play with them, um, crunching leaves on the ground, digging in the dirt. For me, water is such a fun element. So playing in a stream, anything that's like this sensory experience, this tactile experience that we're having together helps me feel grounded and helps me feel connected to my kids. All right, guys, I hope those tips were helpful. If you're going through a rushed, busy time, if you feel your kids being a little on edge, these are just some tips we can use to slow down. So in the morning, meditate, visualize your kids and the parents you want to be. Simplify their environment. Lights, sounds, screens, toys, too many choices. Simplify, pare those down. Give them that open space in their schedule. This is good for us too. Get some weekly routines going. Bring them in on the planning. What do we want to have built into our weeks and our days? And then prepare food together, go into nature together, do some sensory experiences that can ground us and bring us back to our bodies. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this mini magic. I hope it was helpful. Let me know. I'm using these tips myself, so I'll keep you updated on how they're working over here. All right, let's find the magic. Brown cows. (laughs) 